All right, what's good, son? Here with Willie J, son. Um, brother of internet legend 3Pac, current CEO of the Zero Hoots Gang, son. Straight up. And uh, we, we're going to do a little interview and just talk a little bit about uh, the CHG, um, the past, the present, the future, um, the plans for, for, the, for, the, for the organization. And uh, yes, yeah, son. So I was just going to start out by talking a little bit about, about Ryan. Um, what, what was it like growing up with Ryan before, before the whole 3Pac thing started? Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Blake, for having me on the podcast to chat today about Zero Hoots. And uh, my brother, definitely looking forward to the conversation. And uh, yeah, you know, looking, thinking back here about growing up with him, uh, we weren't too far apart in age. I was uh, um, a year and a half older than him. And when it came to school, he was two grades below me. So um, we were, we often were on the same sports team, whether it was AYSO soccer, um, baseball, we uh, went to the same elementary school and then we went to the same middle school. And then uh, I ended up going to a different high school than he did, but um, we remained close. Um, A lot of the, he, he went to a local school in the neighborhood in Sunnyvale and I was friends with a lot of his friends. Um, he would come paintballing and uh, make music and play Halo or whatever with a bunch of my friends. So um, the, age, yeah. the age difference wasn't too big, but I mean, as okay. a younger, as a younger kid, he um, he definitely liked to try a lot of different things, like I did. I mean, we did everything from paintball to making music to baseball to um, building go-karts. I mean, we, we just kind of jumped around from hobby to one hobby to the next. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he always kind of seemed like he was a little bit cooler than me. Like he, he kind of had like cooler friends. Um, he, uh, you know, he was probably, he was probably a little bit more socially adequate than I was just growing up. He, you know, he, okay, he, yeah. he, he did, he just kind of had it figured out a little better than I did, but, um, all right. at, the same, at the same time, he, uh, um, yeah, he was he just kind of did his own thing. I, I mean, like he really just never gave a hoot from the jump, which is pretty funny. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so like, where did, uh, what was to you kind of the origins of, of three Pac and like kind of music creation amongst, amongst you two? Yeah. So back in, we, he, I mean, we kind of like started dabbling in music, dabbling in garage band. Um, he started dabbling in it like later in his high school years. And I, I was early in my college career. Um, and, uh, you know, I got Logic Pro for Christmas. And then, you know, on his birthday, he ended up getting Logic Pro and an audio interface and a microphone. And he started making beats. And uh, at this point, he... Oh, yeah he went under the name, the silverback and he was a producer and he was just producing tracks and, um, really got into like the production side of things. And I was, um, started rapping as a Willie J and I was kind of more into the the rapping side of things. And he produced a few of my tracks and we actually, yeah. yeah, And we collaborated on a track, um, when the the giants won the world series. Um, Oh, for sure. Even, even before that we were, we were collaborating and, um, so yeah, and then I think though what happened was he he was doing the production thing. He produced a lot of tracks. He was really good at it. He even produced music for um, Del the Funko, Funky Homo Sapien, 
which was a uh, pretty cool. He actually was able oh, to really interact yeah. with him. And then, um, about a year after I graduated college, I was just, I was living in Newport beach and he was living in Sunnyvale. And all of a sudden I saw him post his first uh, three pock track on YouTube. And at first I was like, like, what are you doing? Dude? Like, well, what's going on here? Like, is this a joke? Like, it was like, I don't know. It was like, I don't know. It was just like his like early, early three pock stuff. Yeah. Laying in bed. And he has like, he just talking about how like whack, like three pot, how whack Eminem is and how he's the best and everything. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny. I was like, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't like a little bit concerned. Just you're, like, yeah, you're, you're kind of a little bit confused as, as to what the direction was. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I still support him and I kind of wanted to ride it out and just see what it was all about. And then I just started noticing him just like trolling people super hard and everyone was getting super butthurt about what he was doing. Um, yeah. Like the, the whack ass bro army. And, you know, there's, there's some pretty infamous feuds along along the, the road huh yeah yeah and um but then again i kind of saw i saw what he was doing and i and i noticed that like this was a good way for him to get attention um to his brand and to his music so yeah i kind of just watched him do his thing and wrote it out yeah for sure because like the whole thing about about three pock is it wasn't just like straight up like shit posting like there, there was definitely an art behind it and a creativity to it but yeah, definitely the the whole controversy of like what he was doing definitely brought attention to it, which ended up promoting the the artistic side of it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So um I guess the next question I was gonna ask is is what was sort of the process of making a three pock video and song? Um did you have uh like what level of involvement did you have in, in the videos or was it just uh, Ryan making them? Uh, himself or like how, how exactly did that process look like yeah so um i i filmed a few of his music videos some of like the more famous ones um like the white nega music video i recorded yeah. that one for him i edited that one um i made the beat for ebola's who um nice. so like you know a few of them were in there but i mean at, at the end of the day he was he was pretty like self-sustained when it came to filming like I made the beat for Ebola's hoot, but he literally filmed that whole entire video by himself with a camera on a tripod. Oh in, yeah. In our backyard. That's awesome. Um, the first video I'm swagging where he's in a, um, he has the, he's in our, in the pool in our backyard. That was filmed by my sister just kind of randomly. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so he, he, and then also one of his best friends from high school, his name's Seb. And he's actually done a lot of the artwork on my Instagram. And um, he filmed the majority of, of Ryan's videos. Um, and he would, okay. just shoot, he would shoot the videos and Ryan would still always bring the footage home and he'd do all the editing and he'd chop it up and he would, he would um, produce the actual video as well. Um, and as far as the songs go, that was mostly Ryan, like doing all yeah. the, the musical side of it besides like, you know, you, you doing some production as well. Yeah, so he did a lot of the musical stuff. Um, there's like, I mean, there's a handful of just more like indie videos on his channel that I produced and I recorded. But I mean, the majority of his like most popular ones, it was, I mean, one thing he did, I, I, I really admired and I thought was really cool is that he used the ZHG um, as a collaborative tool to make more art. So 
if he yeah. if he needed a beat, he was asking the ZHE, and the ZHE would provide him with a beat. If he needed a meme, the ZHE was constantly making memes for him. Um, if he needed to go and um, attack PewDiePie, he was able to call the ZHE to arms and get 50 comments on a PewDiePie video and have everybody see that 3Pac was the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. The, the, the Zero Hoots gang definitely was, was riding with him the whole time. Yeah, so super strong, loyal cult following. Um, but when it came to, like, he, he did the majority of the work. I mean, he was putting in tons of work. Um, oh, yeah. Writing, sure. producing, making videos. And, um, you know, he definitely had the help from the ZHG, but I would say that, like, the majority of it was all, was all him. Yeah, I mean, if you look back, like, I'm still, I've been watching 3Pac for years. I'm still discovering, like, hidden gems on the channel. Like, he just produced so much content yeah. in that time, which is pretty, and it was such a high level of dedication to it as far as, like, you know, his personal, like, reputation online. Like, it was just straight, straight up, you know, like, I'm, I'm going for it, you know? And so yeah. there's definitely a lot to admire there. Uh uh, I guess, uh, do you have a, a personal favorite three pack song or video? Um, man, there's, there's some, there, I came across this one song that I hadn't heard in a while actually yesterday. And, um, and I think it's called we can change the world. Um, I, I forget yeah. the exact title it's on, um, but, uh, have you, have you heard of that one? Um, I, I don't, I don't quite recall that one. Yeah. It's, it's on, um, the, uh, three pack of the Caribbean mixtape. It's three pack. We can change the world, son. Um, nice. it's just like a super raw song that has like a really good meaning. Um, and it, it just, it really empowers people to go out and live their life. Um, and, uh, that was, I mean, that's, yeah. probably, that's probably my favorite song right now. Um, for sure I, that's definitely one thing that that should be said about three pack is there was definitely a very inspiring side to it with the whole you know message of, of zero hoots so i guess mm-hmm. we could transition into that whole brand and, and the concept of, of zero hoots like i guess where, where did that sort of come from was that just something that he came up with and also what 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 to you does does that phrase mean yeah no it's um I think it's super powerful, powerful as well. And it's something that I'm, I've been doing a lot of discovery on to try to figure out more about it and what it means to the ZHG. So I'll probably turn that question around a little later and ask you what it means to you. But I think, um, I mean, when he was doing a lot of this, he was, you know, there was like a decent amount of like outside pressure that like he shouldn't be doing this and he should get a real job. Um, that, you know, he, you know, like this wasn't the right thing for him to do, but like he just was able to overpower doing what he wanted to do by giving zero hoots about what other people thought he should do and other people's expectations. And like, it kind of turned into like, he didn't give a, he didn't give a hoot about like no whack ass bunk ass shit. And that was kind of him just being like, you know what, I'm going to do me. I'm going to go out and live my life. I know this is important to people. I know this is what I want to do. Um, so I'm going to do it. And I don't give a yeah, hoot. For and, sure. Um, and I, I could imagine it being something that definitely garnered a lot of, of criticism, at least from people in his personal life, because it's something that not everyone will easily understand right away as far as like what exactly it was. Yeah, no, definitely. No, a lot. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So he, yeah, he started to started zero hoots and um, I, you know, next thing I knew, like I was talking to him about it and 
um, he would explain to me how like, you know, people found him and his mantra and they were, you know, they overcame some sort of depression or anxiety or, you know, they were able to get through like a really tough day because sure, they were yeah. zero hoots and they were able to pull up one of his videos and, and he put a smile on their face. And kind of once I saw that happening, um, I was just, you know, fully in support and I was completely stoked. And I, I, I thought, you know, I really thought he was onto something and, uh, yeah, you know, he just kept kind of building that brand and that, that, that became the mantra behind, behind three For sure. So I guess, uh, before we move on a little bit, uh, do you have any uh, particular favorite memories of like working on the three pod videos or of Ryan in that time period? Yeah, let me let me think. I know. Um, I remember when we recorded the white nigga video. That was super fun. It was uh, me and him drove down to uh, to Venice to visit my buddy C, and he's actually the black yeah. guy. He's the black guy in the video. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, we were just like, yeah, let's film this. Like, let's go to the beach. And um, I mean, we weren't even thinking about filming any sort of music video that day. We were just kind of we had like a couple beers. We we're going to the beach. We we're hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like you know, like Ryan whips out his camera and he's like, you want, like, you want to film a music video? And, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, let's fi- let's film the white nigga video. And I kind of, I kind of like look at Z and I'm like, Z, are you down? He just kind of started cracking up and we're like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. next thing I know, we were just running all over the beach. He was like jumping in trash cans. Z was like tackling him, throwing him to the ground. He was like rolling around in the ocean, just being ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and it being like a pretty, pretty classic, yeah, it was definitely a classic, yeah. Yeah, so it was like it was a fun trip that we went down there and then all, it was also kind of a fun spur of the moment video that uh worked out. I mean, there's like there's a decent amount of views on it too, so it must have there must have been something about it, but uh yeah. Yeah, that that was definitely a fun memory that we had working on some music. For sure. Yeah, so is there anything else you want to say about um, you know, the the three pock channel i guess during that time period that era of, of zhg yeah i um i know i know one thing that was tough for ryan was that um youtube like first like absolutely hated him like someone on youtube whoever was oh, like yeah. whoever was like you know browsing all the content and was just not a fan of three pock so like he, his videos were constantly being taken down there he was constantly being flagged um, he, oh, had, yeah. he was like, his account was threatened to be deleted multiple times. Um, so he was really riding on the edge and like, um, I'm surprised YouTube didn't shut down his account and, and delete it after how many like threats he got. But that For was, sure. definitely, that was definitely one of the most challenging things, um, was just, you know, all the time that like YouTube was just trying to bring him down. Just the man trying to shut down three pops. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty I shut down him son, but couldn't yeah. shut down that shit son. But no. yeah, he, <laughs> he, uh, I can totally see why that was the case because he was like fearlessly throwing himself in the middle of like controversy and beef and just, you know, not giving a hoot about the trouts, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he probably had a lot of like, you know, fanboys like Eminem fans and, and PewDiePie fans all flagging his shit. So yeah, yeah, he basically had the whole world against him, but you know, the zero hoots gang kind of, you know, took yeah. that shit over. Son. Yeah. So, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah I was just um, saying if, if, if that's kind of, I guess, you know, there's so much we could say about, about 3Pac and that sort of, you know, the, the classics that, that he made on that channel. But I just, uh, for the sake of, of moving on a little bit, 
I guess we'll, we'll uh, you know, briefly discuss a little bit about, um, you know, his passing and, and kind of how that sort of changes the story of, of ZHG. So w- when did, uh, when did Ryan pass away? It was, um, I think it was October or I know it was October 15th or the 17th. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because he like, he went unconscious playing water polo and then there were like a few yeah. days that he was in a coma and then passed away. I believe it was the 17th was like when he was officially um, passed away. But yeah, um, that was like over two years ago and um, it was, yeah, it was crazy. It was really strange. He had a, he just filmed the music video that weekend before called ain't stopping. Um, it was honest. Classic, computer. Yeah. yeah. It was honest computer ready to be uploaded into YouTube. So luckily, um, luckily I was able to, you know, with the help of my dad, I was able to get into all of his channels and uh, keep those alive and get into his YouTube channel, which was kind of, kind of bizarre. I was able to do that, but just through like password recovery and having his phone and stuff, I was able to do that. Um, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, a lot of, um, a lot of articles were written about him. Uh, I'm not sure if all the articles really portray him in the right way, which is kind of annoying, but. Um, there's a lot of like yeah yeah publicity about it um a lot of people reached out to me got hundreds of messages about how sad people were and about how ryan changed their life and made them you know empowered and made their help them find confidence in their own life um, definitely and then uh yeah i mean i couldn't honestly it was so hard to think about it and to focus on it i really didn't do much like the year after he passed away um yeah for but, sure uh, I'm still kind of going through his computer. I'm finding a bunch of like old tracks that he really, that he never really released like tracks from when he first started rapping that I've been kind of resurfacing slowly. Some real like ancient artifacts, you know? Yeah. Just some really ancient artifacts. Like, like within like the first year he started producing music, which is like, it's still pretty, pretty good stuff. I, I think it's, you know, it embodies three pop in like a few different ways. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I was working at a, a corporate job and I was doing software sales and that I was about a year into my job when he passed and, um, kind of just put, kind of just put, you know, my head down and kept grinding and trying to stack as much money as I could, um, that year. And then the following year, the third year I was, I was with the company, I kind of realized that I had to, you know, I had to take some time off to reflect on my brother, awesome. reflect on three Pac, yeah. yeah, build, build zero hoot. So, um, Actually, last month I I put in my notice and I quit my job, um, for sure. And so, yep, straight up quit, moved down to Mexico, and I'm gonna go on this tour and I'm gonna create a documentary and take time to really discover and understand what zero hoots means to the ZHG and learn if there's any way I can keep the the brand going, the legend going, if I can help people with their music, their podcasts, their music videos, um, you know, not be three pop obviously, but you know, take some of the good that three pop did and the spirit, the spirit of three pop alive. Exactly. So yeah, that's my mission for the next, um, the next year or so, you know, we'll see if it, if it gains traction, if, if I can provide value. Um, I think best case is I can provide value. We can continue zero hoots. We can, you know, create an epic documentary, we can start doing zero hoots, um, concerts, music festivals. Um, we can turn into a record label. We can expand the clothing line and just really build out this business and this brand brand. Um, yeah. Brand. But yeah, but I mean like the worst case is like we can, you know, 
create an amazing documentary. We can get a bunch of, um, you know, we can compile a bunch of footage of ZHG members talking about three pock and what zero hoots means to them. Um, put something out, um, keep the website up, sell the merch and memorialize the whole entire thing. So, you know, I really yeah. think it's a, it's a win win when it comes down to it. Um, but I think that, you know, if I don't give it a shot, I'm going to wake up when I'm 80 and I'm going to be, I'm going to be kicking myself and, you know, wish. And, yeah. I did it, you know? So for sure. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a really uh, beautiful sentiment. And, you know, I, I think uh, there's definitely, you know, three pock has definitely carved out a, a place in, in the history of, of the internet. Like he's kind of a legend as far as like you see, you know, major YouTubers referencing three pock even to this day, you know, mm-hmm. I, I saw H3 H3, you know, has, has been, referencing free pock in the past on, on Twitter. So there's definitely, nice. you know, a legacy to, um, to, to that. And, and a documentary I think is probably a great way to kind of, to, to put something out that, that sort of, you know, shows everyone what, what it was all about. And, uh, so I guess, um, was there, was there ever any question for you about, about this or did you just kind of, after you took some time, you sort of knew, this is, this is sort of the direction that the ZHG had to go in. Yeah, I, um, you know, it, it took, I definitely had to shed some hoots to dive into it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? for sure. it, 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 I, like, when he first passed away, it like totally hit me. I was like, I need to do this. I got to do it. By the time I had like no money and I was, you know, I was pretty, I was like grieving pretty hard and I knew I wasn't in a like, good headspace. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, work for a year and then it kind of you know i mean like you once you find yourself in a job and it's comfortable and you're getting good at it and you're making money it's definitely it's definitely tough to just get up and leave especially i mean i had a good boss i had a good work environment um i had a place in santa barbara um so it definitely was tough and i you know i was kind of going back and forth on it whether i should just kind of keep doing what i was doing before like work throw up a post every once in a while, you know, put on, you know, three pock ancient artifacts and just kind of ride that out. But, um, yeah, I just knew that like, I, if I, if this is going to become something and continue, like I got to, you know, just do the most hootless thing possible, quit my job, leave Mexico, buy a van. And Straight up, yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> definitely, man. That's, that's awesome. Um, so in the future, you're, you've talked about the documentary and there's also a tour in the works. Um, I guess uh, my question would be, what exactly is the tour side of it going to look like? Um, is, yeah. that, is that connected heavily to the documentary? Is that kind of garnering footage for the documentary? Yeah, exactly. So the the, um, the tour is going to be a great chance um, to go out and learn more about what Zero Hoots and what 3Pac means to different people. Um, you know, do, do yeah. some discovery and just figure out if there's any way I can provide value. And not necessarily, I'm not writing a script. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, hopefully get a lot of content from these different people and, um, you know, compile that together. Um, and uh, sure. yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's the goal. When it comes to like the different cities and the different venues, it's still pretty, it's still pretty loose. Like a lot of like the majority of the venues that we're going to be at or the, the locations are going to be uh, to be determined and we're going to be, but it's going to be like in the flesh, meet and greet, whether it's a, uh, a bar, a coffee shop, a camping site, go on a walk, go on a hike, um, chill on the beach. You know, it's going to be like more like intimate 
in the flesh settings where we can sit down, chat, get to know each other. And then if we feel inspired, we can bust out a camera and, you know, we can record a little snippets of what zero hoots means to you and what three pop means to you kind of thing. Um, For sure. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And definitely, um, it's, it's, it's going to be great for the, for the doc and, and just for the, for the legacy and uniting the, the gang, you know? Definitely. I mean, the, the whole zero hoots gang is just so like strong and it's so grassroots and it's so, um, you know, people have like a really like fans of three pock are a lot different than fans of Eminem, for example, you know, like they, sure. they've all been through something. I'm sure they're all grieving too. I'm sure they need some time to talk about this. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, and, and it's me too. I, I need time to talk about it with them for my own healing process. Um, definitely. And yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm determined and I'm, I'm very confident that the ZHG is an extremely talented group of people. I've seen them produce music, videos, um, you know, whatever it is. And um, no doubt, yeah. you know, as we get older and as we, as we um, you know, mature our own skills, I really think that like, you know, we're all going to be bringing something really unique to the table. And as long as we maintain that relationship and focus on the relationship, um, we can, you know, continue growing this into something really special. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, that, that's all the, um, the, the, the kind of the questions I had for you. Um, do you want to like, you said that you, you had some stuff that you wanted to ask uh, me from like a, I guess a fan perspective. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you, do you mind just telling me a little bit more about what, uh, what you do, what your friends do? I know you have a couple of, like a YouTube channel and you like to make podcasts, but, uh, yeah, what's your kind of, what's your thing to do? Like, what's, what do you like doing? Yeah, well, I'm definitely um, into the music. Um, not not as much in, in like the hip hop world. I I do rock music. I'm in a band, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, writing songs and, and doing doing that stuff. Um, yeah, YouTube. Um, I I've been doing YouTube for for years now um, on different multiple channels. Uh, I've done I've done hootless rap before. And you know, I've I've kind of tried to dabble into into every everything as far as the music. Um, you know, my uh, my friends, a lot of them kind of have similar interests. Um, and uh, yeah, so definitely the music, the musical side of it, nice is, is is big for me for sure. And where are you from? I'm from uh, Canada, Canada, Manitoba. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Um, yeah. Is there any chance you're gonna be able to make it to? um calgary or vancouver on the tour or is that a little far for you i'm going to see if i can uh i'm going to look at the the dates and try to find one that would uh be the kind of the closest and the easiest and so we'll see we'll play it by ear hopefully i can i can make the drive out um you know i'd, I'd love to be there but uh you know there's no guarantee as far as like you know taking time off work and finding a a drive that's not too bad you know yeah but yeah I, it's definitely in the cards for sure. Yeah, no, no worries. And, you know, hopefully one day we can make it up to your neck of the woods or wherever, wherever that is. Yeah. Um, Figure out something. Yeah. And uh, I know you, you mentioned earlier that we talked about how you found 3Pac and that was through the Rap God music video uh, for yeah. M&M and that kind of led you into 3Pac. And we talked about how, you know, he was really big at um, trolling and getting attention and getting comments boosted up on different um, popular rappers youtube channels um yeah you know but i guess and i 
I guess when you saw his video for the first time, what, what was it that really stuck and what was it that really um, made you want to keep watching? Um, I think it was, it was a combination of a few things. For one, there was like a certain absurdity to it that was definitely really just kind of fun. Um, you know, just the whole voice and the, the different flows that he kind of, his signature kind of flows were just so kind of captivating. Mm-hmm. And I, I think another side of it was the fact that there were so many trouts who didn't understand it. And that just kind of made it more fun. Because if you're someone who got what he was doing and kind of understood the whole thing, it kind of made you feel like you were a part of something and you were kind of, you know, to me, that's sort of what the Zero Hoots gang is. is people who just got what he was doing, understood the message and the whole atmosphere of it. And uh, yeah, when I first saw the video, it was, it, it was the comedy, definitely. That was, that was a big part of it. But also... Um, when you kind of watch it more and you realize that like, even though it's, it's definitely kind of troll music, there is still an art to it and kind of uh, the, the comedic side of it is definitely took talent and, and also elements of the music as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, just when, when I looked at like how much work he had put in and how many videos there were and, and how it was someone who really developed like a brand and a style of like, you know, signature catchphrases and everything. It was just, you know, like anybody can, can go on and, and do a shitty troll rap video, but it really takes time and effort to do what he was doing of like really investing into this, to this uh, persona and, and, you know, creating this content. So it was just, you know, really impressing, impressive what he was doing. And I just, you know, got it right away and was kind of captivated by it. Nice. And then, um, did, uh, did the zero hoots side of it, like once, cause you you heard about them really before zero hoots kind of was taken off as a, as a mantra, but did that, did that side of the brand, like, did that speak to you in any way or, you know, what did that mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. The whole zero hoots thing for sure. I mean, it, it's, it, it, at first it, it kind of seemed like it was just something that was just kind of like another catchphrase. But when, when I really kind of, thought about it and, and as far as like what he was doing and everything I, I think there's so much you can take from from that phrase of just you know kind of like like we talked about earlier just sort of doing what you want to do in life and you know you know no matter if, if no one gets it even if you got you know black-ass trouts against you like just kind of pushing through all that and kind of carving out your own sort of path in life mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what I what I took from from zero hoots and also there's an element of it that's just like trying to just kind of find happiness and and not let things in your life kind of put you down you know just kind of that sort of general message of of you know finding peace and also kind of carving out your own path in life and going against what i guess people expect of you yeah yeah, no, definitely. Has, has there been a time in your life when um, you might have been like being pushed down by the trouts or, uh, or you, you know, getting hit by hoots, but you remembered zero hoots and it helped you power through a specific moment? Um, well, obviously there's been, you know, moments in in my life where, you know, when, when you're kind of, you're down, you know, when, uh, you know, when you kind of have doubts about, about your, your art, I guess. And, you know, like being 
being in a band or whatever, you know, there's kind of always some question of like, you know, are, are we really good or do, do we suck? You know, should I be investing my time in this? Am, am I any good? But, you know, there's kind of, you know, when you, when you get down with that, you kind of remember the, the, the zero hoots and, and learn to kind of push through it. But as far as like a deeper quality to that, you know, there's been, you know, obviously family tragedies and stuff that happen and, and definitely the whole message of a three pack of kind of, you know, moving on and pushing forward no matter what is definitely kind of ins- uh, inspirational in that mm-hmm. sense. But as a, as an artist, I definitely relate to it on that level of, of just, you know, being proud of, of what you're doing, even if people don't understand it because, you know, you, you know that you understand it and, and there's probably a certain other percentage of people who, who get what you're doing and it's about uniting with them. And, you know, as long as you got kind of the, the zero hoots family, you know, it doesn't matter how many attacks the, the trout's trying to make, you know, just yeah. deflect that shit, son. Yeah, son. You got to just deflect those hoots. Straight Man. up. That's uh that's great. Um, and being, so you mentioned that, you know, you're in the band and, and you might, you know, you kind of question, your talent but you know at the end of the day you're probably just doing it for for fun just being hootless anyway yeah sure yeah has, it's not yeah yeah has there been like a can you think of like maybe a specific moment when you're in the band and like you know maybe it was like before a show or um you know a certain band member said something or you know a fan said something and you just remembered zero hoots and it helped you power through that moment yeah well i mean um specifically um, the only the closest I can give you to that is just kind of bad, having bad performances of just, you know, because we were doing a lot of shows in, in the beginning before we were really kind of well-practiced and just like, you know, just kind of, in my perspective, blowing shows and, and just not performing to the best of, of our ability and, and, you know, kind of after a show, sort of all recognizing that. And, you know, it's like, who, who is to blame? Because sometimes certain people will perform better than others. And, mm-hmm. and there's, there's, there's times, especially one time where I kind of felt like it was my fault being kind of the front, the front man and, and the sort of the lead guitar player. Yeah. You just kind of feel like, you know, I kind of let, let it down and, mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, we should find a different singer or, you know, these guys would, would, would be better suited with someone else or whatever. And, you know, when you kind of, after that show in particular, have those thoughts and it's kind of about remembering the, the the motto and and about you know just just having fun with what you're doing and, and not giving a hoot about you know i guess what what others will think and and just remembering just to have fun with 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 music and art for and, sure and it's okay it's okay to do that you know nice yeah thanks for um thanks for sharing that story i think it's a uh that really resonates with the, with zero hoots. And um, yeah, I think that's great. That's awesome. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess. And then, I mean, another question I have is you've probably been following along a little bit and seen me kind of like take the reins with zero hoots and trying to yeah. you know, head the charge. Sure. Do you, um, do you know, any sort of advice or anything that you see that maybe I should, I should focus on, or maybe I'm not paying certain enough attention to certain um, yeah here here's here's what i what i think um there's definitely always going to be the core three pock fans who who are riding since 
you know, Repock was was making videos, and and I think there's a core of them that aren't going anywhere and that are always going to be there. But I think for Zero Hoots to really continue, um, I think uh, we need to find a way to 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 you know make new content that it's going to bring in new people and mm. and really turn not not you know run away from from the three pack legacy but kind of use that to to create new content with new artists because you know i think there needs to be a new consistent stream of of content and art that that's kind of in the spirit of of three pack mm-hmm. and and uh you know, like I said, never, never forget, you know, three pocket and like what he was doing, but just kind of, I guess, move the, the brand forward in a sense based on the kind of the guidelines that, that he set up and, you know, find new ways to, to find artists to, to create content and, uh, you know, continue the legacy that way. Because like I said, there's always going to be that core base, but for it to really, um, you know, become something big in the future i think there needs to be kind of a push of like you know these this this is a brand that you can kind of attach yourself to and and get promotion from the pre-established three pack channels and from you know really just build a community of artists who, who kind of share their their stuff whether that be on the three pack channels you know i guess that's your decision whether you'd like to keep that as an archive of of actual three pack videos or just, you know, kind of use that channel to, 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 you know, maybe launch a series of channels and, and kind of go that road of, of really emphasizing new original hootless content. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the way to do it. Um, whether you want to invest in that now or wait until, you know, kind of the, the documentary is done and, and kind of have the documentary be like, I guess in certain ways at end of an era kind of, you know, this is, this is where the zero hoots came from. This is the man that we're doing this for. Um, and then after that kind of transition into, okay, now we're in the future and it's time to, you know, move this thing forward and, and, you know, kind of create a community of artists sort of that, that's, that's the way I, I, I kind of see it going. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like that. Um, Cause then that's really been my goal is like, a lot of this time too is using the the platform that three pot created as a way to showcase other ZHG artists and build like a ZHG artist community. Um, and that could be a great call for action in the documentary where, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like just like what you said, Hey, you know, this was started by, by three The message was the foundation was laid by three You know, it's, it's our turn as a ZHG to, to continue his legacy and um, you know, water the seed that he planted and, and build the empire. Um, for sure. Yeah. And I definitely think um, that's very, that, that is, you know, what can definitely happen with the zero hoots. Um, there's, it, it definitely is something that, that would take time, like growing any uh, channel or fan base. Obviously we do have a pre-established platform, you know, the three pack channel had quite a, quite a cult following. And like I said, a big part of that cult following is, is still there. But, um, you know, it's just about finding content, not only just making content, but finding people who can make content that brings new people in, whether that be through, through some of the same means that he was using as far as like creating controversy, creating, uh, you know, videos that really draw attention. 
Um, and I'm not saying just like do what he was doing, but just find ways to take some of those elements and kind of, you know, like I said, use the, the platform and use kind of the format that, that he sort of started of like these, this is kind of what this brand does. It, it kind of has like a, a satirical element to it, but you know, kind of use that sort of vibe of, of Zero Hoots and, and what 3Pac was doing to bring new people in and really trying to capture the spirit of, of 3Pac instead of, you know, kind of trying to replicate it because it, it can never really be replicated, but, you know, to, to, to use some of those tactics that he used to kind of bring people in because you know, he definitely stirred up a lot, of, a lot of controversy, which ended up being good for finding the people who understand what he was doing and, and get the whole thing. Really, those are the people we're targeting. So it doesn't matter how many, you know, whack-ass trouts, you know, come on the videos and don't understand it. You know, as long as we find that, like, certain percentage and create enough content, I think it will definitely grow in time. Nice. Well, that's, um, I love that, you know, I, I think that's a great idea. And that's something I'm going to be trying to do, figure out when on the tour. And, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people that, have actually started to follow zero hoots since he passed away. Um, but those are mostly people that, you know, I've interacted with in the flesh. So it'll be interesting to, you know, see if we can get more of those people and, you know, find people that create content and keep the brand going. So, yeah, because even, even with three like he made so much content that like, I think there's still going to be, you know, younger people coming up and finding those videos. Mm -hmm. because there's there's so many that it's, it's not hard to, to stumble across them you know mm -hmm. for sure so just through even through what three pock did i feel like the zero hoots will will continue just through that through those videos being archived because people will find them but um definitely i think uh where i would really put my focus after you know whatever we're doing this year is um you know, finding artists and, and people who can make original content in the spirit of 3Pac. Now, like, that's all, there's obviously a challenge there to find people. But even it's just like, I know you, like, with what you do, like, you, you know, obviously have a, have a talent, you know, you, have, you put out great music and shit. So kind of really emphasizing those talents, whether it be your stuff or finding other people and, and just kind of keeping that sort of the artistic side of, of Zero Who's Alive to bring future generations in along with the, the people who are going to be discovering three Pac through, you know, that legacy. Definitely. Well, thanks Blake. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, we're, we're just going to keep, keep doing our thing here and making it happen. And, um, you know, I think this is just, you know, the, the first of many conversations we, we should have as this continues to evolve. For sure, son. Straight up. Um, yeah. We're going to keep riding with, with the zero hoots and, and see where this goes like you said like you know worst case scenario we just get a documentary about that and and just have you know zero hoots gang right now kind of forever stick together and and you know you know just ride that wave forever you know um but you know Definitely. hopefully we we can bring in new fans and really make it something special so yeah um glad to talk a lot of fun yeah. And, uh, good luck. Good luck to you with everything you're doing. I'm, I'm, you know, really looking forward to see how everything turns out. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, providing your insight and, uh, you know, this, this wouldn't be possible without people like you sharing your feedback and helping me wrap my head around all this. So 
definitely appreciate sure, you taking yeah. the time and uh no problem, let's stay in touch and let's keep it hootless son definitely sounds straight up all right son well hey have a good one and um we'll be talking soon son for sure son all right son. see you later son peace son